Today is Friday, the 20th of October, and welcome to the Daily Pause. This week, as we've been immersing in the presence and love of God, we're getting to follow Jesus into his life as a servant and through him seeing servant as an essential dimension of our identity in Christ. Leaning into this identity of being Jesus-formed servants is truly an adventure into the meaningful life he intends. So with ears, minds, and hearts, opening up to him, let's begin. As I enter prayer now, I pause. I embrace slowness. I breathe deeply. So that I might hear your call to be still and know that you are my God. Untangle me, Jesus, from all that knots within me. Untangle me, Jesus. Untangle me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Lord Jesus, I now give thanks and praise for who you are and all you do, for your serving heart towards me. I now linger to listen as you speak in your word. Luke chapter 22, verses 24 to 30. A dispute also arose among them as to which of them was considered to be greatest. Jesus said to them, The kings of the Gentiles lord it over them, and those who exercise authority over them call themselves benefactors. But you are not to be like that. Instead, the greatest among you should be like the youngest, and the one who rules like the one who serves. For who is greater, the one who is at the table or the one 
who serves? Is it not the one who is at the table? But I am among you as one who serves. You are those who have stood by me in my trials, and I confer on you a kingdom, just as my Father conferred one on me, so that you may eat and drink at my table in my kingdom and sit on thrones, judging the twelve tribes of Israel. The disciples are a funny bunch. I'm so thankful that they are not the smartest group of people, because they so often don't get it. And Jesus tells them plainly what they need to know, and we get to benefit from that. In this passage, Jesus is telling his disciples what they need to know about his new kingdom. His kingdom is not going to be like a kingdom that they are used to. In Jesus' kingdom, which was given to him by his Father, and now he is giving to his disciples, in his kingdom, the greatest must be like the youngest. The one who rules must be like the one who serves. The lesser will be made greater. The first will become last, and the last will become first. Those who have power will be setting it aside for the sake of those who do not have power. This goes against every fiber of our being. Our Western culture, our sinful nature, embeds in us from birth that we must make ourselves bigger, better, stronger, more reliable, more influence, we must have more stuff. We must take care of number one first, because who is going to take care of us if not ourselves? But Jesus tells his disciples, and is telling us, you are not to be like that. He says you are to help spread the rule of my kingdom. And in my kingdom, I have taken people who do not deserve to be at the table and given them a place and have served them. I am invited today to reflect on who is near my life that does not currently have a seat at the table. How can I serve them? How can I, like Jesus, give up my seat so that they may sit and be served? As I return to the passage, I open my ears to hear your word afresh. Holy Spirit, help me to listen well and receive all that you have for me today. Luke chapter 22 verses 24 to 30. A dispute also arose among them as to which of them was considered to be greatest. Jesus said to them, The kings of the Gentiles lord it over them, and those who exercise authority over them call themselves benefactors. But you are not to be like that. Instead, the greatest among you 
should be like the youngest, and the one who rules like the one who serves. For who is greater, the one who is at the table or the one who serves? Is it not the one who is at the table? But I am among you as one who serves. You are those who have stood by me in my trials, and I confer on you a kingdom, just as my Father conferred one on me, so that you may eat and drink at my table in my kingdom and sit on thrones, judging the twelve tribes of Israel. Jesus, help me now process all you are working in my heart and mind as we spend this time together. How are you forming me as your servant deployed in this world? I desperately need you and your calling on my life to help me interpret and respond to all the demands that are clamoring for my attention. Help me, Jesus. Holy Spirit, Will you also help me explore the terrain of my heart now and reveal pockets of pride and sources of self-reliance that war against the servant identity you have given me? Oh, free me from the cruel taskmasters of sin, of self, and of this world's priorities. And the evil one. Oh, free me, Jesus, free me. Jesus, I praise you. I thank you and I worship you for your servant heart. You did not come to be served, but to serve and to give your life as a ransom for many. You gave your life to ransom me. So with great joy, I proclaim, I am your servant. You are my Lord and my master. Oh, live in me, King Jesus.
Now, as usual, we get to conclude our pause today with an act of service. As we name people we know who do not know Jesus well and pray for them, we are contending in prayer for them. That is a great act of servant love in Jesus' name. So now speak out the names of at least three people who you know that need to know Jesus well and we will pray for them. Jesus, move mightily by your spirit to draw these special people to yourself. Convict them of their need for you and woo them with your love. Oh Jesus, that these special people might experience your reign and your rescue from sin and evil, a rescue that is found only in you. For them you died and for them you rose and now reign, and for them I pray. Come Holy Spirit, and fill me afresh. Ignite in me passion and zeal for following Jesus today and living out his mission in my world. Amen.